just before we start, I've got a gift for you from Bristol Dry Gin, a local company who was started in 2016. And a little gift from them, I've got you one of the standard dry gins and a Bilberry edition as well. Amazing. So Thank you very much. Those. Cheers. Thank yeah. you very much. Today I'm talking to Hugh Cowling, who's a musician and an illustrator, an animator, and all kinds of other things creative. Um, and we're sat in your studio at the moment and you're surrounded by books and musical instruments and artwork on the wall and all that kind of thing. So um, I want to talk first about your music and having listened to some of it, it sounds very ambient, very soundtrack influenced. It's not something that, you know, you're not singing on them or anything on your tracks or anything like that. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is that one thing you're... Yeah, I, it's, um, yeah, singing, I've, I've never been able to, I sing in the shower, but it's a bit of a phobia, even in like uh, sing-alongs at gigs and like choirs, you know, as soon as it becomes uh, like audience participation, I get a bit worried and have to <laughs> run away. Yeah. <laughs> so do you perform your music live? Uh, I don't, I have, I've played in various bands, um, I play in a band at the minute, but my my own stuff, yeah, I never, I've never played live. It's, it is more for, uh, you know, like film and uh, cinematic stuff, yeah. So usually the way people get into music is by playing music with bands or with friends and sort of, you know, posting songs online and getting a following that way. So it must be quite different to start out trying to get soundtrack work. How do you go about that? When I was about 18, um, I got some work experience at a film production company and one of the directors was uh, making... A feature film at the time and I um I met them and I, I mentioned that I did music and I, I gave them a CD of some of some of my stuff and that was my first first job first mm. film I did yeah. the, the music for and it kind of I think that led me to to become more opportunistic in in other situations so I was I, I was working in a company in Bristol um, and I was working on the animation side of things but they needed, uh, the director needed a couple of tracks and I just kind of quickly ran home, burnt a CD and I like, did the same thing and he was like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. So, and, and uh, yeah, did kind of got them that way really. <laughs> so what about you now you're doing music for, you know, your listed credits include like V&A and, you know, you do your stuff with Uncle Ginger and all this kind of thing. So do you feel like you've got like a style of, uh, music that you now make or do you sort of approach it with a different style for each job? I think I approach music the same way as I approach the visual work and, and that is very much to, tailored towards each brief or each film or uh, whatever it may be um, so I wouldn't just kind of use the same instruments for every job or the same style it would uh, yeah it would vary, I'd vary it accordingly um, and I think Doing the Uncle Ginger stuff is basically it allows me to play and experiment with with the music and sound. What are some soundtracks that you like? Where do you get your inspiration for the music you make? Um, oh, that's a good that's a good question. I think the first I I think one of the first soundtracks um, that I heard that I was I, I realised the importance of music in film was a film. Uh, it's a film called Body Song. And Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead did the soundtrack to it, and it's it's heavily music driven, and it's incredible. And I remember, you know, sitting in like a dark room with it sounds really pretentious now, but <laughs> sitting in the dark room when I was a teenager with 
couple of friends just like listening to that soundtrack and being blown away you know his his dad had these amazing speakers and and then I also um I used to help out uh, do the projection at a, a local film uh, a local cinema and um I just so I saw a whole array of different films and just kind of became aware of the importance of music and sound within cinema. As I mentioned earlier, um, you're the other half of Uncle Ginger, and I spoke to Owen the other week. Um, so, do you think that the both of you, you do you have different roles in what you do? What how do you split it, or do you just equally approach? Yeah, definitely. Work I, th I think the reason it's the reason we work so well together is because we we kind of play to our individual strengths and bring that together. And I think we both have a similar kind of outlook and like similar interests, and we're on the same page, you know, mm. a lot of the time. So it's like that's yeah, that's why it works. I it's think. easy to like bounce ideas off each other and yeah, you know, yeah, you don't argue a lot creatively. Or anything yeah, like yeah. your illustration work I noticed that you sort of dabble in different styles quite a lot you've got some more painterly stuff in there and then some uh, just monochrome line drawings and things like that um, and I was wondering what you thought was like a classic hue piece what's something that's your signature style I don't so much anymore but I used to constantly be drawing in, in a sketchbook and and I never I never really kind of put that stuff anywhere it's like often like silly jokes and just kind of observational stuff um which I would I think is very like now I think looking back that's very close to me and that's that's who I am but I, I never kind of do anything with that work and it's never commissioned and I don't really want it to be it's just my own for my own amusement really oh, okay yeah. I didn't realize I thought that they were all like the music and the animation and things like that were all an equal uh, part of your career but they're I th I think I get I think I get itchy feet. Um, so as soon as I feel comfortable doing something, if I get like a string of illustration commissions, you know, I think I can imagine myself being like, oh, I don't, you know, I want to do some music or do an yeah. animation, or so I get very kind of fidgety, I guess. I think the idea of um, of a style. Or like something that you become known for. I think that makes me f like slightly anxious. You know, the thought of kind of doing the same thing for the rest of my life is it's not. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make me feel great. You know, so I like the idea of just trying to to constantly explore and play. And I and the, the irony is I I don't do that. It's like uh, so if I have some time, you know, to myself, or to, if I'm waiting for for a job to come in, you know. I, I would often spend that time worrying about the next job, just so, you know, to pay the bills. And when you're self-employed, that's that's kind of what it's like, rather than you know, expo exploring and experimenting. So I think mm. that play comes from the work that I get, the, the commissions. I watched a piece you worked on that you did for the Tate mm. Museum or Tate Company, I guess, organisation. Um, and it's called Challenging the Tortured Genius, which I thought was quite an interesting idea. Um, so could you just tell me a bit about that work? Yeah, so Tate uh, collaborated with Mind, the, the mental health charity, to 
uh, and it was at the same time as the Van Gogh exhibition. And um, they wanted to kind of shift our way of thinking and ideas that artists, the idea of, of Van Gogh being this tortured genius is, has kind of been romanticised and and I think the something we really wanted to communicate in this film was that it's you know he was a he was a wonderful painter and you know he had a very difficult life you know and and suffered with his mental health and and I think we you know the film is trying to to kind of challenge people's thoughts on on that and uh, to say that you know he was he was a great painter not because of his poor mental health but because he was a he was a great artist just to briefly go back to the music mm. um i was going to ask you who your dream filmmaker to work with to do their soundtrack would be that's a that's a really good question there's uh there's a swedish director called roy anderson and i'm a massive fan of of his films like visually and like the cinematography is incredible and I'd love to I'd love to do some music for for his his stuff yeah what kind of music does he use for his films at the moment it's it's quite um it varies but it's it can it's quite classical and um like orchestra based and but it plays a, it plays a big part in it but I, I would I would be interested to and it and it works perfectly. That's the thing. It's like it's it's spot on. But I'd love to I'd love to have a go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really drawn to to kind of understated soundtracks and and where you're where the music is you're, you're unaware of it basically and uh, it doesn't kind of dictate how you should be feeling you you just it just provides this kind of I don't know like a a bed under the visuals and, and it doesn't distract or take away from the visual it's uh it's just there complementing it and I think that's something I've always strived to do obviously within reason there's there's some films or whatever the project you know it might be kind of driven heavily by audio and but the the understated stuff is what I so what comes to mind when you think of examples of that? The the Revenant soundtrack uh, is by Ruichi Sakamoto and Alvin Oto is like it's fantastic, but mm. it's like I think that would that would be a good example of what I'm, what I'm describing. get their work out now is obviously online and that opens you up to feedback in a way that you wouldn't have had sort of 10 or 20 years ago um, so I was just wondering what's a compliment that you've seen on any of your work that's really made you know something from a stranger that's really made you think God, I'm glad I did that work in the past I've I think when you make when you can make people laugh I think that's like because it's a it's a immediate reaction and I find that uh, quite satisfying, to, you know. As as well, I mean, we've had uh, with uh, the un some of the Uncle Ginger films we've made. We've had, you know, there's been some really wonderful comments and feedback, and that's 
yeah, that's like the ultimate, you know, when you know that you've had that impact on someone and uh, helped them in some way, that's, that's wonderful. But I think in, in a more immediate sense, I think humour is a big mm-hmm. part. Yeah, well, uh, thanks a lot for talking to me, Hugh. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers.